Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Media. Ah, welcome back to Behind... Wait, no, sorry. Uh, it could happen here, you know? Um, we'll keep that in so that our audience, uh, who, who I know is, is deeply tied to the myth of my own perfection, knows that I too err. Um, speaking of, of perfect creatures uh, who have never made a mistake, our guest today is Dan Olson. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> hi, hi, Dan. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Not making mistakes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the, you are the Buddha I met on the road, and I'm going to say, uh, hello, teach me how to how to be flawless. Um, All Dan- right. So first, have you heard of gold? <laughs> yes. Yes. I was about to talk about gold. The perfect investment, Dan. The perfect investment vehicle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never fails. So, Dan, you are a, a YouTuber. Uh, an investigator, one of my favorite researchers. Uh, we had you on recently to talk, well, a couple of months ago. I don't couple know, time, ago. flat circle, etc. cetera. Uh, but we had you on to talk about your work reporting on uh, the NFT bubble uh, bursting and on the metaverse bubble bursting. Um, mm-hmm. And more recently, you just published a two and a half hour documentary investigation into the GameStop stock cult, which is a lot of people are aware of the first part of this, which is that in January yeah. of 2021, a bunch of folks started like buying you via some weird Reddit movement, started buying huge amounts of GameStop stock, which in a period of of pretty exaggerated decline caused it to briefly surge in value to absurd levels. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where most people kind of and then you know eventually it fell apart and i think that's where most people kind of stopped paying attention 
Yeah, they they remember that week where it was like yeah. in the news and then they just kind of assumed like that was it. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's been a uh, it's an interesting and weird ride because the evolution into like cult like behavior was uh, it, it was a very strange journey. Uh, it happened surprisingly rapidly. Uh, but also not that surprisingly, like w- once you fully unpack it, you know, you you have this Internet movement that is very nebulous in its origins or not in its origins. Sorry, the, the origins are very straightforward. Like Wall yeah. Street Bets is a gambling sub that uh, had like it self-describes as if 4chan found a Bloomberg terminal. So <laughs> sure. You know, uh, it's it's crass. It's irony poisoned. Um, you can get just as much social clout for losing thousands of dollars as you can for for winning thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there's an argument that there's more clout for loss porn than there is for like actually posting big gains. Um Obviously, like not not like the healthiest or uh, most wholesome community you could uh, you could imagine. But, you know, um, out of that, plus covid madness, plus stimulus checks and just general nihilism uh, arose this kind of Frankenstein short squeeze play on on GameStop. Um, that weirdly never actually happened because the play just sort of turned into its its own self-fulfilling thing. That enough people believed in the idea of this short squeeze play that they just kept piling in and piling in. And suddenly, like, the short squeeze doesn't actually matter at all because there's enough critical mass flooding in that you just get this massive pump anyway which convinces people that oh the squeeze is going on because in the moment you don't actually know like what mechanisms are driving the price movement you just see number going up uh and so more people kept piling in piling in piling in i got a phone call from you know from a friend of mine who's like hey have you heard about the gamestop stuff and i'm like yes i heard about it two days ago so if you heard about it today it's it's way too late do (laughs) not it's it's over (laughs) It's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure enough, like I went back and reviewed our text messages and like and if he had bought, he would have been a just massive bag holder like it it plummeted, you know, hours later. And like for people who are not finance people, which I certainly am not. Uh, this is like if you watched the big short, uh, that's kind of the tack. I mean, number one, that movie is seen as a blueprint by a lot of these guys, obviously. There's folks, uh, knowledgeable financial folks who have critiques of that movie, but it is it is accepted as like almost kind of like a sacred text within the GameStop stock community. And and it's weird because like they're the GameStop enemy. The 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 ape. Okay, well, I'll just use their lexicon. We'll go over it real quick. They call themselves apes for reasons that are not worth explaining. Uh, Their enemy are short sellers, but short sellers are like Dr. Burry short sold the housing market. And Burry is uh that's Christian Bale's character, right? Christian Bale's character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like all of the main characters in that movie short sold the housing market. Like yeah. that that was their play. That was the big short. Was they're like, look, there's this bubble. I- We're gonna short sell it. 
then when the price goes down, we close our positions out and keep a tremendous amount of money. And I should, we should go just because when I watched this with a friend, they did not know what short selling was. Uh, It's not, I think a normal, it's not a thing normal people will ever be in a position to do. The basic idea, and this is all occurring with like stocks and commodities, but the basic idea is you make an agreement with somebody to get basically a loan of a bunch of shares in something, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and with the understanding that you will give those back at a point in the future. And then yeah. you take those and you immediately sell them for their their present value, right? Yeah. And your g- hope, your it, like play, like goal is that the value of that drops and then you are able to buy back an equivalent amount to repay the loan and have made a profit based on the gap between those two numbers, right? Yes. Like that's the idea. Yes. That's yeah. that's the that's the idea. You you can as an individual like do this. Uh sure. you can you can take out a short position with your broker. You can you can do it through derivatives like puts. Um I I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it's, it's not like normal like, people stock stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. not normal people stock stuff. Like you're there's nothing legally barring you from doing it, but it it really is kind of this like advanced play. You got to know what's going on, especially because like a thing that a lot of people in the description sort of skip over is that while you're borrowing it, you know, you're borrowing a thing and thus there's the expectation that you'll pay some kind of like, you know, borrower's fee. Um akin to akin to interest mm-hmm. on like the value of the thing that you've borrowed uh but like it's it's not interest on you know like a housing loan where the mm-hmm. interest and like where your payments all are geared towards paying off the loan it's just kind of like all right you owe me 5 bucks every single month forever as long as you're holding this and so you know, if you're not paying attention, like you need to be very actively managing these mm-hmm. kinds of positions. Otherwise, like your borrowing fees will just eat up all of your profit. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing where like today, most of those kind of uh, kinds of trades aren't even really made by people directly. They're made by massive banks of computers and algorithms and shit. Kind of. Um, yeah. 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 Anyway, I think that's that's enough background back to the kind of cult aspect of it, which is, I think, much more relevant for for what we're talking about here. One of the points you made early on um, that I found really interesting is is that a significant amount of the initial GameStop uh, GameStop. I'm going to keep doing that hype was driven by influencers. Right. Yeah. And that there's evidence based on kind of the U.S. government's analysis of this that got published that like regulators are are paying additional attention, increasing attention to the influences that that uh, or to the impact that influencers can have here. Because there's this concern that especially working in groups, there's like an ability for people like this to disrupt the economy to a significant extent, to a way that would affect like normal people. Yeah, so one of the weird kind of so pump and dumps have existed forever. Mm-hmm. Right. The thing was, is that so the the meme stock run up, it wasn't just GameStop. It was about like 15, 20, like in, in January 2021, like so late 2020, early 2021. It was about 15, 20 different companies, you know, Nokia, BlackBerry, Bed Bath and Beyond, like, you know, uh, just kind of a bunch of over the hill companies that were all sort of part of this uh, th- this wave. And the issue was that in the GameStop price run up, so the price went from 
at the end of 2020 as everybody like as sort of the meme wave like begins and and particularly once Ryan Cohen, billionaire, chewy uh, founder, chewy, the cat treat or dog online treat, dog food company. sales. Yeah. Yeah. When he buys in like that kind of like puts the stamp of approval on the whole thing. So it goes from like four and a half dollars up to 19 something. And then at the end of January, it goes from 19, dollars up to 480. And so in that spread, the, the short sale. So there was short interest in GameStop. There was, in fact, a reckless amount of short interest in GameStop. But the price increase was so huge. The volume of participation was so big. So many people were jumping on this that the the short interest closing their position, the actual like short squeeze portion of all of this is only like 10% of the price movement. All the rest of it is just people FOMOing in on like this thing that they heard about through their cousin. Yeah. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
I think another thing that's kind of interesting to me is like as this thing has evolved, you know, you mentioned that the actual price got up to like close to around $500. By the time this thing kind of transitions into being this millenarian kind of apocalypse cult, right? Like not, yeah. uh, you know, nukes and stuff end of days apocalypse generally, but like a the entire economy is going to come. The belief that kind of has evolved broadly and that obviously there's different kind of factions is but is that like there is going to come a point where like the uh, the price of GameStop stock will increase to such an insane, some people say hundreds of millions, billions of dollars per share, that it effectively allows all of these apes who have bought shares to hold the entire world economy hostage until they have their increasingly arcane demands met, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That is the belief. And uh, that is the belief. So so out of that, like, so, okay, so the shorts closing was only like about 10% mm-hmm. of, the, uh, of the total movement. So that leads to the conclusion that, you know, that the events of January 2021 weren't a short squeeze, which is is actually kind of true. Like it wasn't it wasn't purely a short squeeze. It was actually very little of it was a short squeeze. Um, But because it wasn't a short squeeze like that term then allows the creative individual to fill in the gap and just say that it's like, just say that it's like, oh, the short squeeze never happened. Therefore, it's still on the table. The shorts like it, it the 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 end, you know, it, it hasn't happened yet. Therefore, it can still potentially happen. And in fact, if we just like look at the trend line, like I bet since it hasn't happened, since it didn't happen and the position that they held in December was so reckless, it's only gotten worse since, which means that they're getting which means that these short sellers must be getting desperate, which means they're going to be willing to engage in whatever level of depraved criminal activity is necessary to protect themselves. Therefore, it's just getting more and more and more and more extreme. Therefore, when this finally goes off, it's not just going to be like it's not just going to be a five hundred dollar price point. It's going to be a a nuclear explosion that's going to topple the entire economy. Yeah. And that's that's this like train of logic. And what they and it it all comes from that just like missing the fact that it's like, oh, it wasn't a short squeeze because it was mostly FOMO. The short squeeze was buried under a mountain of of FOMO. Yeah. But so it wasn't a short squeeze. It's like, yeah, it's all just like based in these like word games of like, ah, you said it was, you know, that the, the dumb and dumber, you know, yeah. it's like, what are the odds? A one in a million. So you're saying there's a chance. a chance. It's like, well, yeah. that's not what I'm saying. It's, I'm saying it's, it's, it's interesting because of the impossibility of the things they're actually hoping for, but also their fundamental belief that like it's inevitable in part because, you know, this is this is. Th- uh, not wildly different from the psychology of like needing to believe in a, a, that you are going to paradise in the afterlife. Yeah, hallmarks right? of millenarianism. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of that, you, what you get is a lot of people who think that they are thinking scientifically, but what they're doing is taking an endpoint, and the endpoint yeah. is that you know this specific you know the, these hedge funds or whatever um, are are evil and you know illegally bribing or whatever the government to to stop us from succeeding or there's this other conspiracy you're starting with this endpoint and then working backwards and like finding ways to explain yeah. the things that have happened within that framework yeah um, here's like the, the things that would need yeah. to be true in order for the, yeah. the thing to happen yeah. like, like the thing that like citadel must have ordered robin hood to stop letting people buy and share game stock uh stocks rather than like 
you know, what what actually happened, which is that Robin Hood simply like could not exist if they allowed this to continue. Yeah. Um, and, you know, legally, I, I don't believe there's anything that was stopping them from doing that. Um, it's medieval peasant brain kind of stuff is what I initially like. That's how when I was watching your documentary, I was like, oh, it's this you know, this need to find this kind of like magical answer to the problem. And then I like interrogated that conclusion and was like, well, no, it's not. This is just the way people's brains work, right? <laughs> yeah. We're like, we're, we're pattern making. This isn't medieval peasant shit. They're no dumber than we are. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I, this shows. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that I love just kind of on that is that like you, if you had a time machine and you went back a hundred thousand years and, and found a bunch of, you know, Homo's literal, like literal cavemen. Yeah. Actual apes, more or less. Act, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like hundred thousand, hundred thousand mm-hmm. years ago, that's, that's modern humans. Like ge- yeah, you know, yeah, genetically, yeah, yeah. that's genetically modern humans. Mm-hmm. You, you could just like implant yourself in their tribe and teach them calculus and, you know. Yeah, Soon they would it. be like shorting would, GameStop stuff. You know, yeah. That it's like, like we're like th- things don't change. It's just like, it's like, yeah, no, we've been, we've been doing this ever since we were, you know, this pattern seeking doesn't change. It's almost like it is basically endemic to the human psyche. Um, there's a really good question that that I've gotten in response to this is just like, is this just secular religion? Like, is this just it, are we just like wired to to need faith in some shape or form? And if that is not provided by some institution, we will just invent it. And it's like, I, I don't have the answer to that, but signs point to yes. Yeah. Now, um, so I, I wanted to talk a little bit about one of the other things that you brought up that I thought was interesting is the way you've got this this cast of and these are, you know, the influencers. These are the people who make a lot of these like arcane videos or, or put out these publish these prospectuses with that are dozens or hundreds of pages laying out you know, the arcana of how these different sort of uh, uh, anticipated apocalyptic uh, financial moves are going to go out, right? Yeah. A lot of these people, the belief is that I that I think is accurate, at least this is what I got from your documentary. Maybe I was interpreting you wrong, is that most of these or many of these people are not believers. They're, they're manipulating a group of people because there's money in it. Um, and one of the tactics that you see used a lot is kind of faux humility, right? I'm, yeah. a du- I'm just a dumb ape. You shouldn't trust me. I'm not qualified to give financial advice, but here's the secret history of the universe. Invest your money here now. So, like, I mean, you've seen this a lot with yeah. with various like cult leaders and pseudo cult leaders and just general like grift fluencers. You know, there's always this question of like how much of their own how much of their own hype do they believe? How much did they believe when they started? How much did they eventually just like convince themselves of as people, you know, followed them? And I think it's 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 very much like kind of a uh an individual case by case basis. Some of them are absolutely true believers, like from the get go. Uh, some of them, like a lot of them are like soft believers, you know, I, you know, where it's like, they're not hardcore into it, 
you know, if you really pressed them, like it's not motivating their their daily decisions, but what they're taking from it is like social reinforcement, that they found a group of people who respond to them, who like their posts, who leave messages. It's like, oh man, this blew my mind. I can't believe the system is like this fragile. You know, sh- my tits are jacked, lighting the fuse on the rocket ship, buying more moon tickets. Yeah. You know, and they, and they respond to that very socially. And, um, and, and out of that sort of soup of like reinforcing, uh, messages, it's really easy for people in those influencer positions to just kind of like hold, uh, conflicting, like hold the conflicting beliefs of like, I know that this is impossible, but also it is like, fulfilling me socially to say mm. these things i'll just i'll just juggle that inconsistency yeah and the way the mechanics of social media and particularly in this case it's the mechanics largely of reddit that's not the only place this occurs but reddit is certainly like the homeland you could say <laughs> um the the way in which upvotes and downvotes work and the way in which upvotes and downvotes take you know critical content people who are trying to in induce some accuracy or you might even say sanity in the discussion and that that gets pushed down and yeah. and hidden after a certain point of time with enough downvotes as opposed to like the stuff that is fundamentally unhinged but is like utopian gets upvoted it's it's the the physical like the actual mechanics of how the site is structured to work enforce fund at a fundamental level enforce groupthink consensus. Absolutely. Oh, and I mean, and the best part about it, and we see this across like all across Reddit communities, <laughs> which is this like it is it it's the social enforcement of truth that that people will take this social mechanism of upvotes and downvotes and and use it as proof against the claim. That it's like, oh, well, if if your negative sentiment were true, it would have been upvoted. Yeah. Because like the, there's this underlying – there's this kind of just like implicit belief that people will recognize truth and will upvote truth and thus upvotes and downvotes are are an accurate filter on reality, um, which is demonstrably not true. Yeah. So, yeah, that's intensely at play here because you'll see apes who will then like reference the fact that like that, you know, that it's like if this insane theory were false, why did it get so many upvotes? And it's like, well, because it 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 hyped you up. It made you excited. People are not rational actors. People are not rational. You got a tingly feeling in your tummy when you read it and the person told you that you were going to be a millionaire. Yeah. that's why it, it's yeah. it's like asking why do we like magicians? Like, <laughs> of course we like magicians. It's it looks nice. It's fun. It makes us feel a sense of wonder. Yeah. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I want to discuss one of the terms that you use a lot that I, I missed the first couple of times because I'm not, I'm not, this is not a community I had studied. I thought you misspoke at first when you described like someone reach, achieving a financial windfall as wife changing money. I just thought you, like I do that all the time oh, no, on that's, the show. It's deliberate. That's a, that, that's that was a term. A, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. After and, the third and a lot time of people, you used it, I was like, oh, okay, this is a thing they say. Yeah. yeah a lot of people are like, I thought you misspoke. I'm like, no, that's because I was tricking you. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was deliberately like very sliding. Good in this yeah. term like because like because they use it mm-hmm. like obviously as a as an entendre yeah. and as it's like okay like i'll just use it straight faced yeah. with no explanation you know, three four yeah. times and then finally explain it at the end and and make a lot of people angry yeah. uh when when they realize that like no i what they weren't just mishearing me um mm-hmm. yeah so that's one of those things like that goes to sort of the 4chan roots of of all of this which is you know the the sort of like crass irreverence slash misogyny of uh of chan speak and just this you know wall street bets will use this kind of like celebration of of making so much money that you can afford to be misogynistic uh and and just like <laughs> swap your wife and and it turns out that like as yeah. we know you you make a joke like that often enough you're eventually going to attract the people who are just straight up like yeah i hate my wife yeah i want to be able to replace her um yeah. using my using my crypto or my uh yeah whatever my my game stock stop god gains i i was wondering if you might lay out one of the things the parts that was most interesting to me was the whole teddy day Teddy Day. Um, oh boy, Teddy Day you, is yeah, fun. Can you, can you explain Teddy Day to our listeners? 
<laughs> okay, so Ryan Cohen, who fancies himself an activist investor, he buys into GameStop and gets a uh, minority, a pretty substantial holdings that count as like a minority thing. You need to file a bunch of paperwork with the SEC that say like, you know, it's like I hold greater than 10% of this company. Uh and he used that position to basically get power inside the company itself as chairman. Um, as of a couple weeks ago, he's now CEO. So, so Ryan Cohen gets heavily involved with with GameStop, and he's like, "I'm going to turn this around." Because his real ang- what seems to be his anxiety in life at the moment is this like sense of legacy. He doesn't just want to be like, he's like, "Oh, I got lucky with an online pet food sales thing. I'm a I'm a real I'm a big boy finance guy." You know, I save dying companies, real rich guy hobby. Mm -hmm. He puts out a series of children's books called Teddy named after his late father. Mm -hmm. Uh, And these are it's it's five books that have a target audience of two year olds that because you know, when when you're rich and you want to do something like that, you want to vanity publish books. You don't just like go to an off the shelf vanity publisher. You make your own vanity publisher because in the scheme of things like that's just not that expensive. Yeah, so Amazon he, has made it easier than ever, <laughs> easier than ever. So he founds this LLC, you know, air quote founds, pays the like 600 bucks in filing fees to create this LLC, Teddy Publishing. Um files a whole bunch of trademarks, you know, we're we're talking like a few thousand dollars all in all in order to file like in order to just file a bunch of paperwork. And this is all just like the scattershot stuff of like, okay, we're making a product aimed at children. Let's file the trademark for Teddy very broadly. Uh and so it's going to cover like basically children's merchandise across the board. You know, what if we want to put what if we want to put the characters on blankets or bottles or cups or plates or party supplies or whatever? So the these trademarks are just incredibly wide ranging across just merch. Yeah. But the existence of these trademark applications and this LLC becomes the seed for Teddy, the company, as this like the mechanism through which Ryan Cohen is going to collaborate with apes in order to trigger Moas. Cause th- I guess this is the important thing about the mythology. Apes believe Ryan Cohen is on their side, that he is, he is their inside man. He is working with them. He is as frustrated as they are that this hasn't happened yet. But for like, arcane legal reasons he needs to like he he needs to operate like a like a clockmaker you know he has to do everything very delicately and indirectly and like his hand cannot be seen pushing on the scales so they think that it's like that this becomes a thing that they imbue all of their uh all of their hopes and dreams into is teddy llc that it's like this is the thing that he's going to use as the mechanism to do this he's going to like buy gamestop via teddy he's gonna buy maybe some other company via teddy teddy's going to get bought in to like it's gonna get bought by gamestop like one way or another there were like hundreds of competing theories all rooted in in this. But then back in 
January of this year, a insanity starts in two. So in both GameStop forums and Bed Bath and Beyond forums, the two meme stocks that are linked by Ryan Cohen, they they create this idea called Teddy Day, which is a combination of a bunch of things. So Ryan Cohen tweeted several Titanic references. James Cameron's Titanic was being re-released this past February on a day that aligned with National Teddy Bear Day. And so two different communities of apes for completely separate reasons latched onto this idea of Teddy Day. Uh, it was it was uh, Friday, February 10th, uh, 2023. They latched onto it as uh, just this, that like, this is the day. This is when it's all going to come together. This is when he's going to make his big move. And a major driving piece of evidence that they had for Teddy Day was that in one of the Teddy books, the kids learn to read a clock and the hands on the clock are pointed to 10 and 2. So Ryan Cohen left them clues in this children's book published six months earlier, warning them that that February 10th was going to be the day that it all went down. It that that was the day of the apocalypse. That was Teddy Day. And it got just like the 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 spread of this got just like absolutely unhinged on the forums. Like it was all that Super Stonk and BBBY were talking about for like a week and a half leading up to it. The hype was like unreal. And then of course nothing happened. You you I don't yeah. know if you noticed this, but but the US economy did not collapse last February. Oh, that's um, good. I had been I have been living like a post-apocalyptic warlord under the assumption that it had, but I'll yeah, I'll, I'll pivot now. Yeah. So so it's just it's one of those like it, it's just such a great encapsulation of the fact that like that these communities they will they will invent these these catalyst moments convince themselves that like, oh, here's a date that's upcoming. And then the moment that like the great disappointment happens, some of them like bleed off. But for the most part, like it, nothing can actually like stop the inertia. They can just discard it. And, and they did, they, you know, no one talks about Teddy day anymore, except for the fact that like it, it, it had a brief Teddy day 2.0 as October 2nd was like upcoming because, you know, ah, maybe it wasn't the 10th of February. It was the 2nd of October, you know, and, and sure. Like I'm, I'm willing to bet that when next February rolls around, like we'll, we'll get Teddy day 3.0. Yeah, uh, I'm sure yeah. It, it just keeps this. The same thing has happened with like different kind of Christian apocalypse cults, right? Yeah. Where you'll have a guy pick a day, then the day comes and then there's always a reason. and Fundamentally, because this becomes so much of someone's social life, because it becomes part of their emotional support network, because it's like fundamentally you it changes the way you talk. Like you learn yeah. so many new words that make it into your diction that like 
it's easier to just keep rolling the the expected date ahead rather than and like acknowledge that kind of fundamental hit to your self-conception that admitting you got played would take. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the guy who does, uh, so religion for breakfast. Um, yeah. Uh, he, he picked up on the fact that like I was using phrases like a great disappointment in, uh, in the video, like very deliberately because it's like, it's the same, it's the same yeah. mechanism. So the great disappointment was like, that's the event yes. that yes. caused the seventh day Adventist to yeah. come into existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> because it was like, yeah, a a expected date of the apocalypse of the second coming like yeah. didn't happen and you end up with like this then fragmentation of the aftermath a bunch of people just bleed off but you end up with like a couple different factions ones who are like ah well the date was like the date wasn't wrong per se or like the idea wasn't wrong just like the date was wrong like maybe it's off by a hundred years or whatever and you get other people who are like actually it did happen it just happened in secret like obviously it wasn't gonna just like happen in Times square it it happened like you know the the millennium is already kind of like rolling underneath normal like normal looking society it's going on right now it's just day-to-day life hasn't changed and that's how you know it's happening is that nothing's changing and it's like okay okay C- cool so completely unfalsifiable rad awesome love that for you yeah so one of the things that kind of related to that i have been thinking about a lot lately is um we've got this story that keeps you know popping into the news every couple of uh, usually a couple of times a year that uh what are called nons um are are increasing as a percentage of the population every single year which is like people who are not affiliated to any religion mm-hmm. um and i i've seen especially a few years ago you know atheists that i knew who were kind of like more active as as in like atheism as a movement really celebrating this i think that does like the the assumption that that means that like atheism is growing more popular has been kind of fundamentally inaccurate i I think what we're seeing and what this this is kind of evidence of is that like non-affiliation with an organized religion is more common than ever people are rejecting organized settled religion uh at a kind of unprecedented rate that's certainly undeniable but that, that doesn't is mean not they're not the same as yeah. <laughs> they are still believers. And this is an example. Right. Right. This is people are creating the Internet has given created a tremendous capacity to build religions. Uh, and that's what people are doing. Um, that's what this is. Yeah. And it's, it's like how long lasting will it be? I, I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> in in the scope of uh in the scope of world faiths i don't think uh uh gamestopism is uh is poised to stand the test of time um i i don't think we'll be seeing a uh, uh an ape emperor any uh anytime soon but uh but yeah like and and the thing is is that like you go back through history and like you you look at like religious archaeology and like you you start sort of breaking away from sort of this idea of Christian hegemony as being effectively like that. It's like, okay, you know, once the Christianization of Rome happened, like it was, it was then locked in on like until, you know, Martin Luther. And then you get like fragmentation into sects, but like it stays like locked in. And it's like, it's like, no, when you start really digging into the history, it's like, this is just, this is 
always going on. This is always boiling under the surface. You look at like Puritanism in America through a non like through just kind of like a human lens of like what you know about how people behave. And you suddenly start seeing that it's like, oh, they were just like in a constant perpetual state of internal fragmentation as people had different ideas about like what was supposed to happen, what should happen and just kind of like formed, you know, cliques and factions. And sometimes those factions got big enough to split off. uh, And then they lasted, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50 years, and then like either folded back into the main thing or, or whatever. But this kind of like churn in, in faith and belief is, is just, it's always there. It just in, in an organized codified faith, it's a lot easier to lose track of it. Uh, particularly from a historical perspective, it's a lot easier to just look at like the bigger picture and be like, ah, it was all the same. It was homogenous. Uh, and it turns out, no. Yeah. Sorry, that was a very, <laughs> no, no, like, no, 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 no. There was, no. I, I threw a lot of like very big assumptions into a very tightly yeah. packed, uh, uh, statement there. Um, no, no, no. I, I think that was great. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of, I think what I, 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 what I had to sort of ask about, um, you know, just sort of this fascination with the way in which almost anything can become a cult uh, these days, thanks to sort of the social dynamics of the different online communities and how they, they reinforce each other. Like this is kind of at the center of almost everything. That's a problem right now, one way or the other. Right. Yeah. I think the, the thing that is new and modern really is the ability or is is the, I don't want to say ability, the phenomenon of decentralized self-organizing belief systems, Mm -hmm. you know, that like there's these, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the meme stock influencers, you know, they're not leading it. They're just like nudging it. They're not in charge of it. And if they, if any of them like tried to like really like seize the reins, um, that, that would get them like exiled, you know, any, Mm -hmm. any kind of like overt power grab would be, would be antithetical to it. But so it's the, it's, and it's the same thing like in QAnon, if somebody, anyone who's come out and been like, I am Q, listen to me, gets immediately just like, just demolished by the faithful because like it's it's antithetical to their whole thing to have a really identifiable leader and and the fact that there is no identifiable leader that that the leader is mythological is is useful and beneficial to the uh to the organization and those kinds of like those kinds of movements, they're not unique to the modern age, but the modern age has made them very easy to form almost by accident. Yeah. Well, Dan, uh, this will be <laughs> something for people to continue to keep an eye on because uh, it's not going to stop. Probably it's not going to stop. Lifetimes. Oh, boy. Like there's um, going to I'm, yeah. I'm there's going to be some like amazing doctoral dissertations yeah. on this subject in like 10 years. Yes, I, I would. I would certainly agree with that. Um, well, uh, Dan, you want to let the people know where they can find you? Uh, they can find me on YouTube. The channel name is, is 
folding ideas uh and i'm on socials uh uh twitter blue sky etc 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 as uh as foldable human excellent all right uh check out dan's uh videos check out his youtube channel like and subscribe and uh check us out but you already have because you're here so continue to check us out It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.